0: divide continues to widen. America is becoming more polarized, more polemic than ever. Some might see that as a devastating truth. Others might see it as a necessary action because we are at war. We are a nation at war, most specifically with a domestic enemy. This is Unity Without Compromise. I welcome you. I am Dr. Steve LaTulip, and I've got some real important things to discuss today regarding the Patriot Movement, which is fighting this ever-expanding divide. And are we contributing to it? Are we a part of the division? And is it necessary to be a part of the division? These are the kind of things we really do need to sort out. And... We are going to have to get it right because if we do not get it right, we have a lot to lose. So let's get at it today. Now, I am speaking, first of all, in general terms. And what I have to say is that all evidence right now, based on everything that is unfolding in our country, all the evidence points to an ever-increasing gap between those who love their country and those who don't. Or, more specifically, there is an ever-increasing gap between those who love the Constitution and those who don't, or even more specifically, between those who love God and those who hate God. And that's what this show is all about. How do we unite? How do we unify those who truly do love God, who... Uh, who do love their constitution and who love their country enough to serve it and to fight for what America has historically stood for. Now, I speak in general terms uh, a lot of times when I introduce this show because we must never lose sight of the fact that if we cannot see the big picture, if we lose the forest for the trees, then we can get lost in the shuffle. We can get very discouraged. It's too easy to chase rabbits. And let me tell you, there are thousands and thousands of rabbit colonies uh, roaming around our country, and they are really individually nothing but a distraction. We have to keep focused on what is really happening in America, and we have to stay extremely focused on the truth. Now, today, I want to discuss three simple topics. And the first is uh, Senator Dubin's challenge to the Supreme Court. And then I want to discuss the social media upheaval uh, regarding Tucker Carlson, Dan Bongino, Don Lemon, and Jeff Schell. And then finally, I just want to touch on this new Clinton-Bush-Obama non-governmental organization launch, because it has uh, great impact for our country. Um, these are three moves that will certainly up the ante in the fight for American sovereignty. And uh, they are absolutely determined to take down this country. They must do that to proceed with the global government that they wish to instate so that we can all become happy little slaves who own nothing and who serve those uh, billionaire elites, the moguls who think that they ought to be God themselves in this world. Well, let's just get right into it. Now, first of all, Senator Dick Durbin, uh, who is a Democrat uh, from Illinois, he is chairman of the Senate Judiciary Community, a uh, committee rather, and he recently has urged the United States Supreme Court Justice, uh, Chief Justice John Roberts, to testify under oath at a public hearing that is uh, apparently scheduled in May. Now, the subject of this public hearing is how some justices are quote falling short of ethical standards end quote and. Uh, Dick Durbin says that his testimony could actually strengthen faith in our public institutions. (laughs) Is that really possible? I mean, based on what our public institutions stand for right now? Well, no, not at all. Um, Senator Durbin is an idiot. He is a useful idiot, and he is um, doing something that is promoting the globalist agenda, and we have to recognize it for what it is. When he urged the United States Supreme Court's Chief Justice, John Roberts, to testify under oath, what he wanted to do is advertise um, their agenda, and he is specifically, absolutely attacking Clarence Thomas because Clarence Thomas has been accused of falling short of ethical standards. Now, the accusation against uh, Justice Clarence Thomas is that he accepted free vacations from a Republican donor, a Harlan Crow. And uh, actually, there's no evidence to really support any wrongdoing whatsoever. But Clarence Thomas is a significant individual, and he is so significant that he that uh, Durbin actually has some help from another corrupt senator, Ron Wyden, a Democrat from uh, my former state of Oregon. And Ron Wyden, as the Senate Finance Chairman, is seeking information from Harlan Crow so that he can incriminate a really good justice. And uh, Clarence Thomas is an incredible man. Uh, But, you know, let's get at this. Uh, Senator Dick Durbin says that he, he hopes to strengthen faith in our public institutions. Now, this is an absolute joke, right? I mean, which institutions does he hope to to bolster more trust in by the American people? Is it the government itself? Because, you know, we have all these government institutions, Um and and departments of you know like what take your pick the department of education uh, there's all these great departments right that that have t- lost all credibility with the american people and it's because they are controlled by a marxist communist government that now rules against we the people in the united states of america so be it any government organization Police departments are being corrupted. That includes the Chinese police departments that have infiltrated our country. And you can bet that that is purposeful. It is intent. Uh, it, it is with full intent to control a certain group of uh, American citizens, namely the Chinese, who are ex- exposing uh, in a very serious way the horrors of the CCP and uh, exposing how they are infiltrating our government, our homeland, and uh, the fact that they plan to take over the world if they have their way. So, you know, trust uh, in a public institution, come on. It's, it's, we're so beyond that right now. It, we will never have trust in any government organization, simply a or public institution until we have a regime change. And that's just a plain fact, a statement of fact. And I say that because trust is based on competence. It's based on fairness. It's based on adherence to certain rules that apply to all people so that we can be sure that we have fairness and so that we can be sure that each Uh, public institution is serving the people, but that is exactly what is not happening right now. Every public institution is serving the globalist communist agenda. And so how in the world does Senator Durbin expect to uh, increase the faith that we have in any public institution? It's just not going to happen. So, Durbin's rhetoric is nothing but doublespeak. It's just another lie. And that is what the the radical leftists do best. They lie and um, therefore they have no accountability. They have no competence, no fairness, and they will not abide by the rules of our land, which is the Constitution. And we have to recognize that trust demands accountability, and they have zero accountability because they don't play by the rules, they ignore the Constitution. And all accountability in every public institution comes from obeying the Constitution, from honoring the Constitution. Well, Justice Roberts, I've got to commend him. He refused to uh, comply with their request. He denied uh, or he refused and declined uh, coming to this public hearing. And he explained that this is an absolute rarity. We've had a couple of Supreme Court justices that did come and testify once in 1921 and then back in 1935. And these were for just routine matters, uh, such as adding federal court seats uh, that were deemed necessary. But um, Justice Roberts went a step further. And I, I really praise him for this. I think he did a great thing. He just stated plainly that the Supreme Court justices already follow a code of ethics and they police themselves. And from what I see, they actually do a pretty good job of it. And absolutely, there is no evidence that Justice Thomas violated any legal or ethical code as opposed to, oh my goodness, thousands of other Democrats. You look at everything that they do And there are violations galore, but they are never brought to justice. And that really irks me, because if we don't hold them accountable, if we cannot take them to court and we cannot bring them to justice, we cannot prosecute them, imprison them and give them the justice that they deserve, then, you know, what is going to happen to America? We are going to swiftly collapse. And that's exactly what is happening right now. So the real issue uh, that Durbin is bringing up here with the Senate Judiciary Committee is that Justice Clarence Thomas is the strongest defender of the Constitution we have. He is a man who is a devout Christian, and he is just totally unwilling to compromise. And I so admire Clarence Thomas for the man that he is. And I would say without hesitation that Clarence Thomas is a man of stronger character and greater integrity than uh, Neil Gorsuch, than Brett Kavanaugh, than Amy Coney Barrett, all three of which were uh, were appointed by President Trump. He is also stronger in integrity and character than Chief Justice Roberts himself and Justice Alito. Both of those were appointed by George Bush. And of course, Justice Thomas is is completely antithetical in his morals, in his worldviews, because he does have a Christian worldview. He is absolutely opposed to everything that Justices Kagan, Sotomayor, uh, and um, uh, Catania Brown-Jackson, because these people were appointed, the first two, Kagan and Sotomayor, by Obama and Jackson by Biden. Uh, So Clarence Thomas is the number one man to take down because he cannot be controlled. And so this is nothing more than another political ruse, a trick, or an attack to take down an avowed enemy of the left, of the Uniparty. And what they are trying to do with Senator Thomas is um, legal warfare or what we call lawfare. And it's the same thing that they are doing with Donald Trump right now. So recognize that for what it is. This is a bunch of nonsense nonsense. It is uh, just a whole cast of lies that are being spread to try to uh, diminish the impact of a man of integrity. And there is no evidence to support any of Durbin's claims. And uh, I'm really happy that uh, there is some support from others uh, they're not going to easily buy into this. Even, even some of the leftists, they're saying, look, Justice Thomas uh, has been a man with complete integrity. He has never violated uh, any laws, ethical law uh, or otherwise. He is a morally upright man, and I respect him greatly. So recognize that for what it is. And then uh, let's also go to the second um, uh, drama that is now unfolding, and that is with all this social media upheaval. Actually, it's been going on for some time, but we've got all of a sudden some rather big uh, actors on the scene uh, which include Tucker Carlson, uh, Dan Bongino, uh, the little um, the little guy who who means nothing to the world, Don Lemon. Uh, it was very interesting what happened to him, and then I'll talk a little about Jeff Shell. And I think I'll start with Jeff Shell, who is an NBC uh, Universal CEO that was just recently fired. Because he had an affair with a CNBC news anchor, her name is Hadley Gamble. Now, both Shell and Gamble were married. Okay, they are married, and uh, so he had an affair with her. I don't know how many times. I didn't look into how long this is going on uh, for. But you know, was it surprising that he was fired? Because NBC, you know, is is a liberal uh, news platform, and you might be kind of surprised that they actually said, look, you know, you're married, she's married, and you had an affair. Um, and he was fired for something that would once be considered completely immoral, wrong, sinful before God, because they did not honor their vows to be faithful to their spouses. Well, you know, that's that's great. But I don't think that was the real reason that Jeff Shell was ousted. I think it was because uh, they uh, disrupted their internal workings and it was causing friction uh, in the NBC team. And you can't have that because they do have an agenda and that agenda is to continue the propaganda of the left. And so uh, Jeff Shell has been very instrumental in in affecting what NBC wants to accomplish, but they had to hold them accountable because of internal strife. And I, I don't really believe that there was anything uh, of uh, a decision that was based on moral values. So uh, Jeff Shell is out of there and is that going to affect them in any way? Well, probably not because um, there's plenty of people uh, on the team already. And let's face it, maybe Hadley Gamble was a rising star uh, that they thought um, she could do great things. And you can't tarnish her reputation if she is going to influence people. And then next comes Tucker Carlson. Now, Tucker, his Fox News career is over and everybody's wondering what really happened. Was he fired? Did he quit? Um, Well, you know, does it matter? And why is his career over? That's what we want to get to, because what's going to be the result of this? And I will get to that. But let's remember um, that Tucker Carlson has done some pretty impressive things recently, and they have been oppositional to Fox News, uh, which is influenced uh, significantly by Dominion. Uh, and influenced um, by George Soros, and others. So, uh, you know, does it really matter whether he was fired or quit? No, I don't think so. But what is uh, what happened? And what is the result of this, I think is significant. Now remember that Tucker Carlson released this January 6 footage that he got. And there were two Fox News commentators who actually resigned over it after Tucker released the footage. And it showed very clearly that this was not an uprising um, against the American government as they made it out to be in cahoots with the FBI and all their plants, the FBI's uh, plants who were um, trying to make it look like the conservative American patriots were misbehaving, right? Uh, entering um, the Capitol building and wanting to take it over. Because I assure you, if the Patriots had wanted to do that, they would have been armed and they would have taken it over. That, was, that would have been a very easy task, but that was not at all what they were trying to do. So uh, when Tucker exposed this, Um, the two uh, commentators that quit were Stephen Hayes and Jonah Goldberg. And these people were supposedly conservatives. Uh, And both of them were interviewed separately on national public radio. And Goldberg said, it's basically saying that the Biden regime is coming after half the country. And this is the war on terror 2.0. So Goldberg was, was saying that the, um, the revealing of the videos on January 6 um, served a a wrong purpose and it was probably creating a conspiracy. And that's exactly what Hayes said in his NPR interview. Hayes said, and I quote, it, it's traffics. It traffics in all manner of innuendo and conspiracy theories that I think legitimately could lead to violence. Well, that's a bunch of nonsense, because what it did is it just exposed the truth. I mean, this was a video that was played. Everybody in America could watch it and come to their own conclusions based on that. And it's pretty hard to misrepresent something when you're just showing what actually happened. But let's ask the question, why did we never see any more footage from the over 41,000 hours of videos that were given to uh, Tucker by House Speaker McCarthy? What happened there? Well, you can bet that he was shut down and there were things in the process of this thing. There were things in the making. They were already likely planning to take down Tucker Carlson, recognizing this guy as a very, very dangerous conservative because he spoke the truth very plainly, very calmly, and very succinctly. He called a spade a spade. And anybody who does that is going to be attacked. And that is why they hate Donald Trump so much. Uh, Dan Bongino actually commented on Tucker's um, removal from Fox News. And he says that he has this whole disdain for the established media, Tucker Carlson. So it, it's kind of an interesting take with Bongino that he's saying, look, Tucker Carlson was a radical. And um, in fact, he called him a renegade. Uh, a renegade means traitor. Now, Tucker Carlson, if he was a traitor, who was he a traitor to? Uh, to whom, Dan? Would you say he was a renegade? Was it to Fox News or was it to his country or was it to a certain movement? You know, we, we've got to get at the truth here. But um, that's anyway what uh, uh, Bongino's take on Tucker being removed. Um, but then Dan Bongino comes along and he his Fox News career is over. And why is that? Well, uh he says my situation was not tied to Tucker Carlson's situation at all. He says Tucker and I were not the easiest people to manage. So he's admitting that they're kind of revolutionary, radical in their thinking. And remember, radical means just getting to the root of things. It's not being a radical is not being a rebel without a cause. A radical, um, if you're getting at the the basics of truth, the fundamentals of what's going on, then you are perhaps a. Rebel with a cause, but we need rebels with a cause, because that's how we maintain our integrity. But Dan Gino went on to say that there is a lot of friction between the opinion people and the news people. And so he's saying there's a dichotomy in, in, in newscasters, and some of them feel that they ought to just report on the news and not give any opinion. But, of course, opinions have been given on the left greatly, and that's why we don't really have honest news anymore. And, of course, Dan Bongino is an opinion newscaster, just as is Tucker Carlson. But I think that they are doing this to simply oppose uh, the enemy forces of America who are distorting the message Uh, with their own propaganda. And I think that the we're seeing these uh, conservative news, newscasters rise up to oppose them. So yeah, there's a lot of friction between the opinion people and the news people. But the truth is, when we get the news, who knows if it's truthful? I mean, that's the hard thing. And so you got to discuss it in some way. And when you discuss it, you introduce bias. And if you're going to have bias, well, you might as well be biased um, with the truth and against all lies and falsehood, against all deception. But let's remember also that um, there's probably other reasons why Dan Bongino's Fox News career is over. Uh, uh, Dan said he, he really made a point of saying this, and I don't I'm not sure what to to make of this, but he says, I did not leave with any ill will at all. He said he's been with Fox for a long time and he's got a lot of friends in there. And he said uh, he left simply after failing to come to an agreement regarding a contract renewal. He says, I want you to know it's not some big conspiracy. I promise you there was no acrimony. This wasn't some WWE brawl that happened. We just couldn't come to terms on an extension. But, you know, this happened just after Fox settled a defamation lawsuit paying Dominion Dominion $787.5 million, and that was just days before the trial was set to begin. So there's a lot of things coming down with Fox News. And so um, was that related to Dan Bongino leaving Fox News? Well, possibly so, but does it matter? And what's the result? Well, I'll get to that. And then there was another, the little guy on CNN, Don Lemon, and his career is over, and why is that? Now, that's the interesting thing, because... Um, you wouldn't expect that because Don Lemon uh, was a great um, devoted speaker of the lies, and he followed the, the leftist party line very well. But, you know, perhaps he overdid it at times. I mean, it was so ridiculous everything he said that that uh, anybody with any common sense knew that he was speaking um you know, far from the truth. He was speaking um, so much bias that it was ridiculous. Now, Don Lemon admitted that he was he was terminated. He says, I was informed this morning by my agent that I have been terminated uh, by CNN. And he says, I am stunned. After 17 years at CNN, I would have thought that someone in management would have had the decency to tell me directly. And, you know, I agree with that. I really do agree with that statement. And then he says it's clear that there are some larger issues at play. Now, I can't believe that's twice I have just agreed with Don Lemon. Uh, I never thought that would happen. But I do agree with him that there have to be some larger issues at play. And that's probably, uh, you know, the first real statement of truth that Don Lemon has made in a long time. And I, I do agree with that. But, you know, was Don Lemon just another useful idiot whose usefulness just expired? Maybe so. Uh, had he lost credibility with too many people? Well, it's possibility. It's a possibility, and, you know, likely so. He was an absolute great leftist who had a cultish adherence to the party line. So you would have think he would have been successful on CNN, but CNN is going down the tubes fast. Uh, you know, their ratings are horrible and they're getting worse. But Don Lemon also uh, started alienating uh, his own when he offended Nikki Haley on the air. He criticized her for uh, when she called for mental competency evaluations for aging politicians Um, And of course, Don Lemon pointed out, well, Haley's over the hill. I mean, she's 51 years old and he stated, uh, she, it quote, isn't in her prime. Sorry. You know? So he was attacking Haley, but in doing so he was attacking a lot of other people who were even older than Nikki Haley. And I think people took offense because he, what he was doing was causing too much internal strife. And, um, so again, uh, that happened in the same way that it probably happened with Jeff Shell. He was causing in- internal strife, and okay, you know it's time to get rid, rid of you because it's happening more and more often. Uh, our ratings are going down. Da- Don Lemon was a guy that could not be taken seriously ever. He was purely, uh, by definition, a propagandist, and that's all that he knew. Uh, to do. He did not know how to speak the truth. He did not know how to present any news without bias. He so he really was a useful idiot, but his time had come, and his usefulness simply expired and they got rid of him. And what's the impact of that? What's the significance of all of this with all of these people? Well, the real issue here, is the friction between the truth people and the propagandists. It is as simple as that. And when is the last time, if you want to really think about it, when's the last time we actually heard just the news from either side, from the right or the left? Well, it's been a long time because you don't hear just news anymore. You just hear, uh, you know, Maybe 10% of some news, what happened, and then you hear 90% commentary on what it means. And of course, what it means depends on what side you're on. And this is having a great impact on our country because the Patriot movement uh, continues to fight against this ever expanding divide. The gap has increased. And so we really need to wrestle with this and think about where it's going. I'm going to take a short break. I'll be back to discuss the real issues uh, that are causing the division in America and what's causing us to be more polarized and then what can we do about it? I'll be right back. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. World-class care from doctors you can trust. All from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity like vitamin c d3 zinc elderberry and echinacea go to healthycell.com and use limited time code out loud for 25 percent off your first order risk-free love it or your money back guaranteed HealthyCell.com, code out loud. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code out loud. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. AmericaOutLoud.com. If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought, working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The Liberty and justice for all. welcome back to unity without compromise i'm your host dr steve la and i so welcome you today and thank you for joining me as we strive to become one in unifying america and restoring one nation under god under truth and with all liberty and justice throughout the land I have been speaking today about the fact that America continues to divide the gap between the right and the left the good and the evil continues to grow ever wider and ever deeper and the patriot movement must fight this ever-expanding divide the question is is it a good thing or a bad thing and what shall be the outcome i've spoken today about senator dick durbin's uh, attempt to draw blood uh, from clarence thomas who is a chief, uh, not chief justice but an, uh, a justice in the supreme court and the real issue what Tur- durbin is trying to do is t- to take down thomas simply because clarence thomas is a man without compromise He is the strongest defender of the Constitution, of Christian values, and he is an upright man. And that just does not wash with the left, with the globalist movement. They must take down everyone who will defend the Constitution because the Constitution must be destroyed to destroy America. And you will never accomplish a globalist agenda without taking down the United States of America. And then we've got all this social media upheaval that's been going on right now. I have cited uh, two cases uh, from the left and two from the right. Um, Looking at Dan Bongino and Tucker Carlson's exit from Fox News has been kind of surprising, but maybe not surprising to all of us because uh, the truth tellers, when they overstepped the line, and they have been doing it uh, for quite some time, they have to go. And particularly when Fox News itself is a compromised um, news platform. So uh, we've got a lot going on right now. And of course, the real issue, and this is what we need to understand, the real issue is there's a lot of friction uh, between the truth people, the truth tellers and the propagandists. And, um, you know, if you speak the truth, if you're speaking plain facts, then you will be labeled a misinformer. You'll be uh, censored and you will be fact checked and called a conspiracy theorist. And that's what happens to us all if we dare even question anything that the left is shoving down our throat. And we have to ask the question, what happens? What's what's the result of all these occurrences that will like the media upset? So what what is this going to accomplish? Well, for one thing, what we are seeing in America with everything that happens and it's just impossible to cover it all, but we are seeing an intensified polarization Of our country. The us and them stigma grows, and that's exactly what the left wants. But, you know, it might be exactly what America as a nation needs and what the world needs. You know, this further deepening chasm of division uh, is something that can be useful because we have to uh, separate ourselves from evil. Um, And the immediate result of everything that is happening right now, it's doing that. It is forcing the issue that we are drawing a line and you will choose the right and choose the left. And so there's a separation of the sheep and the goats, if you will. And um, that is going to lead to some kind of confrontation because both sides cannot win. And we know that good ultimately always does win out. It is just a fact that truth is its own greatest foundation. It is the strongest weapon that we have. If you speak the truth, you have nothing that you really need to defend beyond the truth because the truth speaks for itself always. And so we ask, well, what is the end result of all of this division? Do you think it's going to be a peaceful resolution or might it be something else? Well, it's a real tough thing to decide because you never know what's going to happen next. And... At the rate that so many things are happening right now, and as we see an increasing division, as we see our economy crumble crumble completely, um, and we are witnessing, we have witnessed the total collapse of medicine, and that has great political impact. I mean, it doesn't only affect us with regard to our health, uh, but the fact that over 85 percent of all medical doctors in the United States are serving, in essence, a Hitler, a Hitler type regime that will have consequences. And we are seeing it, those of us who are looking um, because uh, they won't uh, plaster this, this news on any mainstream media platform, but people are dying. People are getting sick. People are living shorter lives as a result of the injections. We're seeing infertility become an issue uh, and that will increase and particularly so as they strive to infiltrate our food supply. And that's coming And all of this Everything that they are doing is to confuse us, to put us into a state of fear, and to divide us. They want you and I to trust them, this rogue government that now rules in America, and they aim to take us down. And that has been going on for decades. And that's very easy to prove. And in fact, uh, there was just another... Uh, occurrence that really exposed this in a big way. And you can't miss this. We recently saw a non-governmental organization uh, that was launched by three, think, get this, three out of the four last presidents of the United States. This includes Clinton and, and Bush and Obama. So two Democrats and a Republican, at least by name, and what they have done, three of the last four presidents of the United States of America have committed a direct treasonous attack against America. You have to let that sink in. Don't miss that because... Uh, what these three have done is, in collusion with America, ex- American Express, Global Business Travel, and Welcome U.S., uh, they are helping to fly and disperse illegal immigrants across America using the Open Borders Group, Miles for Migrants, to accommodate the invasion of our borders by nationals, from Cuba, from Venezuela, from Ukraine, Nicaragua, Haiti, and and who knows what other countries, really, because uh, the, the concern, which is not their concern, this is their goal, is to bring in illegal nationals who are going to increase the chaos, the lawlessness. We'll see a rise in murders, we'll see a rise in all kinds of crime, and we'll also see the the knee-jerk reaction to that will be a further arming of the American people. They will continue to purchase weapons simply because the government is not protecting them. And please remember, that is the primary purpose of government, to protect the people, to protect the innocent, and to punish the guilty. But what we have now is three presidents who are bringing in the guilty we are, they are bringing in people who will cause havoc and who will gladly kill you if, um, if you don't um, follow what the government tells you to do. And there is a takeover in progress. And it's kind of a scary thing that three presidents are doing this. They are taking advantage of the open borders that they created and literally are bringing in illegal aliens and criminals who are being dispersed throughout an entire government. And also remember that many of the immigrants now are Chinese nationals and they too are spreading across our land seemingly to do other things besides being police officers in some of the democrat cities and so forth besides buying up all the farmland and uh and parking themselves next to our military installations of course they are spies of course they are doing all kinds of underhanded stuff, uh, relaying information, uh, trying to expose our weaknesses, find out what they are so they can know exactly how to take us down. And that's just a fact of what is happening right now. But a lot of these other Chinese nationals who are working on farms and so forth, they're military age men, and they are being uh, installed in strategic places in our country so that should the opportunity arise, uh, they will have an army already within our borders. And three of the presidents of the United States of America, who still live in Rome freely, are busy attacking our land. They—that That is the insurrection that is taking place right now. It was not January 6th. It is happening right before our eyes. And of course, these three presidents uh, with these organizations have direct ties with George Soros and his Open Society Foundation through board members who sit on the National Welcome Council. Doesn't that sound peaceful and sweet and nice? Yeah, come on into our country. We'll take care of you. But God help you if you're an American citizen who is working hard and trying to make it, raising a family, raising children to love God and to have morals and values and a work ethic. uh, No, you're the enemy of your government if you're doing that sort of thing. And that's just where we are right now. So we need to recognize that what we really have going on right now in the United States of America is a tale of two nations trying to exist in one country, and they are vying for the land. There are the globalists and the nationalists, and that's what's been going on uh, since the uh, onset of the Uniparty. Uh, And the Uniparty, you can just kind of picture it starting when all of a sudden the rhinos started appearing, the Mitt Romneys and so forth. These are the traitors of our country. They have no desire to put forth or defend the Constitution as they swore an oath to do to defend, but they're enemies. And the globalists, these globalists, both Democrats and Republicans, other than a, a few, they are doing all that they can to destroy their enemies and that the enemies are us. We, the conservatives, we, the lovers of God, Constitution and country are the enemies of the globalists. The nationalists, however, despite all this, the nationalists, despite all the attack against us, despite the fact that they are censoring us, they are quashing us in every way possible, the nationalists are still dormant. We are not rising up. We are not standing against the enemy. We are still dormant, or at at best, we are defensive only. Now, why is that? Why are we only taking a defensive posture? And why have we been duped into believing that we cannot even talk about taking back our country, defending? the one nation under God that we all committed ourselves to, even as military men, to defend the Constitution. If we talk about actually defending our Constitution in any meaningful way or purposeful way that will actually yield a result, even the conservatives tend to say, oh, you've gone too far. Oh, we can't talk about violence, they told us we can't talk about violence, and and everything that you say to defend the Constitution is going to lead to violence. Well, there might be a very direct hidden truth in that statement, because this is going to come to a head one way or another. But there are three possible explanations for why we have been so dormant we the nationalists, we the conservative patriots, so-called patriots of America, are sitting on our rump doing nothing. And there are three possible reasons for that. And they are ignorance, indifference, and maybe cowardice. And I would suspect that probably it's a combination of all three. But ignorance it specifically means that Uh, These are the people that have a complete unawareness of the serious state of affairs right now that is presenting us in the United States. They don't recognize the communist influences. They can't for some ungodly reason, and I say that intentionally, they don't see the moral decay that is destroying us. They don't understand the importance of national borders, protected borders. They have no concept of of how important is the hardworking labor force, the everyday Americans who prosper from their work, at least in the old days they did. They don't understand how important it is to have homegrown kids raised by a mother and a father. And they don't understand the power of Christian influence in a society. A Christian influence is crucial to the survival and well-being of any and every nation on the planet. Very, very simple. Another a class uh, possibly for the dormancy uh, effect is the indifference that so many people have. They're aware of it all. Yeah, they've heard it all, but they just don't care, or at least they don't care enough to do anything about it. Well, what's going to happen is going to happen. You know, it is what it is. And I hate that statement. I really do, because it, it it signifies resignation. There's nothing you can do about it. You know, fate is going to take its course and you have no say in it. And that is just another lie. And then the final explanation for the dormancy that we see among the nationalists is cowardice. I think that there are a lot of people who simply lack the courage to step up and defend what they believe. And why are they cowardly? Well, they're afraid, right? Being a coward, uh, well, even the courageous can be afraid, but the cowards say, I don't want to lose my money. I don't want to lose my comfort. I don't want to lose my home. I don't want my reputation tarnished. And so they cower down, tuck their tails and say and do nothing, because they lack the courage to step up and defend what they believe. And that is disgusting. And that is not what's going to save America. Because right now, the American story is being written. And the question that I have is, is this the final chapter in, a mis- in American history that is now being written? Who knows? It might be I mean, it's certainly a possibility. Certainly, we are no longer one nation under God. We are no longer one nation. We are polarized. We are two distinct groups. Now, the other deception, the misunderstanding that so many people have, is that they think it's a 50 50 fight, and it's not. 85 plus percent of the doctors are opposing um, good medicine, right? And so you think, wow, the majority of people are in opposition to the Constitution, are in rebellion against God. They hate our country. But no, that is really not the fact, because as Tucker Carlson even recently said, you know, there's a lot of good people in America good-hearted people, people even with a sense of humor, right? And people who really do care about their family, about their neighbors, about their country, and about their God. I believe that fully. We just have to put away our torpor, our dormancy. We have to stop sleeping. We have to stop sitting on the fence And we have to consider that there is a cost to maintain freedom, just like there is a cost to being a disciple of Jesus Christ. And, you know, you either live it or you don't. Because if you say, I believe in our nation and you do nothing for it, you're saying the same thing that Satan is saying when he believes that Jesus Christ exists and that he is powerful. Satan knows it but he does not have a faith that produces good works and results because of that faith. And it's the same mindset here. So the American story is being written and we need to recognize that we are the ones who are writing the story and it's loaded with drama. And there's a blend of characters from all the three categories of dormancy, but also of others. And that includes the Patriots. We recognize that God is still at work behind the curtain, but we don't know what he will choose. But I fully believe, based on all that the Bible says, that God's decisions will be made based on what we say, do, and even think. So what's developing right now is this intensifying of the polarity of America. We are increasingly being divided along the lines of good and evil, virtue and vice, totalitarian rule versus constitutional rule. There is a war going on for our minds right now. Some people call it psyops. Some people call it brainwashing. Others call it cognitive dissonance. It's got different names. But what it really is, is a war of a mind between choosing good and evil every mind that does not know God and not know about God, I'm not saying that, but every mind that really doesn't know God is going to be flawed because it leads to spiritual weakness. And spiritual weakness leads to moral weakness, and moral weakness ultimately leads to physical weakness. And weak individuals produce a weak society and ultimately a weak nation. And it's one that can no longer defend itself from its enemies. And this is what's happening right now in America. Moral weakness simply means the death of a nation without exception. It doesn't matter how much artillery and ammo we have. It doesn't matter what you think, what you believe. It doesn't matter who your leaders of the country are. Nothing matters at all if we rebel against God. If we fail God, then we fail ourselves, And we are ultimately doomed. And this is the course that we are on in America. James Madison, who is considered the father of the Constitution because he was so essential in writing so many of those words, he summarized this exact point that I'm making right now as as succinctly as Any I've ever read or heard. And James Madison said this We have staked the whole future of American civilization not upon the power of government, far from it. We have staked the future upon the capacity of each and all of us to govern ourselves, to sustain ourselves according to the 10 commandments of God. So today is the day. Open the Bible. Knowing God begins and ends with reading the Bible, and then start living it. You've been listening to Unity Without Compromise with Dr. Steve Latula. Have a productive and good week. Live with purpose. Adieu.